Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> it's showtime, folks, and that means it's time for the Better Call Saul podcast, brought to you by Baltic Effect. My name is Sadie. That guy's name is Trent. Brought to you by Better Call Saul. That guy's name is, hmm, let's see, we got Trent, and we got, um, what's your name again? Oh, yeah, Nick, that guy. Hello. Hi. Um, Nick has a little bit of an announcement before we go any further this evening. Yeah, uh, for all our listeners, uh, we have a special event coming up on April the 13th. We will be doing our normal recording, but it will be streamed live on the internet. So you will be able to listen in as we do the podcast, and there will be a text chat window. So you can chat while we're, while we're uh, recording. We'll be reading what you say, and if you have interesting questions or something, comments, uh, uh, we'll be reading them out on the podcast. So you'll be able to participate. And we'll have the details out a few days beforehand of uh, what time and how to sign up for it. And um, it'll be uh, publicized on the internet, and we'll advertise it again next week. So uh, keep, stay keep tuned for that. And we'll be and, and we'll be we'll be doing the um, instructions on what Facebook? Yeah, uh, I will have Tucker's links hole. on Facebook, and I'll have and Tucker's I'll have, hole. Okay. Uh, detailed instructions on Tucker's hole step by step. For, and if you want to get a head start, go sign up for a TalkShoe account right now. Um, but how, 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 how do they how do they do that? What does that mean? It'll be. It'll be on the instruction sheet. If okay. they can't figure right. it out for themselves, it'll be on the instruction sheet. Excellent. And so you're, you're uh, going to tuckershole.com every day in preparation <laughs> for this. If you're not looking for it every day and you're not there, we're going to make fun of you. I'm talking about you, Sally. So if you guys <laughs> have ever sa- – Sally? Hypodermic Sally? Guys, if you guys have ever wanted to call us poop sticks and nut dicks – Right while we're talking and recording, uh, it's now's true. your chance. It's yeah. true. So book that night, uh, Wednesday, April the thirteenth, uh, uh, some a little bit after nine p.m., and we'll be doing the live podcast. Yeah, we were talking. It's- we were talking doors at nine, hard start at nine fifteen, and nine fifteen. I'm sorry, is Trent's what time? Trent, is it? That's your that's your time, right, <laughs> that Nick? Would be like Eastern. Yeah, so that's Eastern. Eastern. So, yes, so you will need to, like, gauge where you are. Like, when we have to um, schedule our things, it's 6, 8, 9. So I'm Pacific, Trent is whatever, Trent Standard Time, and Nick is Toronto Standard Time, which is also TST. Standard, Central Standard Time. We're on on Eastern Daylight Time right What about time? What about, what, what about, what, something about time? Yeah, what time is it? It's time for the Sadie Burke Popcast Pod Quiz. 
We had questions submitted tonight by Shane, Bricktails, and Lily, which bring our totals to... <gasps> Lana 14, Trent 1, Nick 12, Shane 34, Mark 15, Bricktails 27, Nate 4, Lily 7, Adam 1, John Wang 1, Adrian 5, and Price 3. I'm going to burn this building down. <laughs> so, the three of you who submitted questions this week, you might have noticed that you got three points this week instead of two, which is usually Ooh. the maximum. The Ooh. reason I gave everyone a bonus question this week is because all three of you asked the same question. Oh, fun! And I that, love it when that happens. And that made me happy. And when I'm happy, I give out extra questions. See how that works, guys? See how it works? It's a little harder on Sadie to get the questions, but it's cool when everybody's like in the same headspace. Make Sadie happy. Get more points. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I need to turn on a light because I can't freaking see. Hang on. Happy uh, wife. Uh, can I reach? Uh, can I reach? There you we go. You know what I mean? Sorry yeah. about all the noise, guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? you know, My wait, stupid wait, basement is wait, losing wait, lights can, all over the place. Okay, so the question that they all asked was You guys ready? Yeah. Uh huh. According to Jimmy, how many guns are there in Albuquerque? Fuck! Oh, really? Oh, my God, really? They yeah, all, really. They all that, three asked it, and it was adorbs. Uh. uh, uh. <laughs> uh Yes. Only, only Lily said, according to Jimmy. But I think we all, we all had that. Well, it, well, this was. I'm not. This is not the night. See, and Nick says fresh ginger in a copper mug. Nope, that is not correct. Sorry. <laughs> no, there it is. <laughs> that was last week. Well, in that case, I said a mule and a Moscow. <laughs> um, Trent said a literal fucktone. T o n n e. Nick, that's not correct. What's the answer? Uh, somewhere between the number of rattlesnakes and grains of sand. Shit. So, a lot. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't make a scorecard. I, like, I do everything by oh, hand, you guys. You I'm such it. a nerd. You, want, you think it, you don't need I know. It. Like, I'm going to... Yeah, okay, one, zero. Okay, um, question the second from Lily. Um, where did Jimmy purchase the bagpipes? Oh, uh... I love the name of this place. Oh, I, I didn't get the name. I, I, I saw that and was going to bring it up if you did. There's two things that I'm proud of that I noticed. I will this, ask you a ooh, question, Matt. Christoph Pond. Very good, Trent. It is now tied at one-to-one. One. I saw <gasps> that and I was like, she's going to think like Christoph Falls, her boyfriend. Where oh, no, was I was thinking Christoph. Where was the name of it? I didn't even see it. Trent, where'd you see it? It's on the roof above the awning when he's walking. Okay, I uh-huh. Yeah, I couldn't see it. I saw the side, and I was looking for a sign, but I, I was couldn't. actually thinking Christoph with the K, not not my boyfriend, but um from uh, Ed Wood, oh. the one that uh, Jeffrey Jones plays, oh, cr- the, the amazing Christoph. Okay, Wasn't question. That the Truman Show. No. What? Christoph. Oh, was he, the guy oh yeah, that that's was, right. Yeah, Ed Ed, uh, Ed Harris. Yeah. Man, I just I know that, that you movie. you sploosh about Christoph Waltz any chance you get. I do. Yeah, it's see, true. that's why I put it down. I'm I was like, doing it right now. Question. Oh man, I have to watch Inglorious Bastards tonight before you go to bed. Oh, or at least, or at least watch, at least just watch that scene where he goes oh. to the farm. Oh my God, he is. Oh, oh. The, no, the end when he's sitting there at the table. Yeah. God yeah. damn, that's a hilarious scene. My so fuck. When yeah. he's like, and you, I, they call you the little man. I didn't think that. I figured you would be smaller. You're not that small. And he's like, 
the Germans have a nickname for me, and it's the little man. <laughs> oh, and he's like, you know, our names. Like, if you think I wouldn't have, uh, you know, interrogated all of your swastika labeled uh, soldiers you tortured, I like, just, it's just not operating on the same level of respect. He goes, well, I guess not. I have just never seen anyone drink a glass of milk so maliciously. Calm down, say. You know, damn. Oh, shit. Okay. Question the second. So everyone everyone had their first question was that one. Question the second from Bricktails is, um, where is the Davison, Maine janitor from? Hint, it's not Mexico. It's not. That was hilarious. My uncle that <laughs> Back Wardo. My uncle from that the, the answer to this question he just passed away on Sunday. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. Yeah. Michigan has lost a fine man, and you both got that. Yeah. Boom. I'm sorry, hon. Uh, question the second from Shane: What magazine does Young Jimmy hide his Playboy behind? Oh, I have, yeah. I have a confession to make about this after the quiz is over. Yay, hmm. confession time! Yeah, I'm not proud of it. Oh. I'm pretty pissed off about it, the fact that I missed one already. You guys are tied, though. You guys are I don't know tied, the man. This one. I'm guessing. That's you, boy's life. Nope, you both got it. Boom, boom. It was, it was boy's Four. life? Yes. Oh, yeah. lucky guess. Do you guys, in Airplane, when the boy is, the the nun is reading boy's life and the, the boy is reading nun's life? <laughs> Jesus. So funny. All right, so you guys are freaking tied, so I actually have to go to my questions. It is three gonna- to three. Nobody asked the question that I thought of. Well, I'm not done, so... I have a question. If this doesn't come up, I am going to offer up a Trent token, because I am really proud of myself for catching this, and also a little ashamed. Okay. (laughs) My question, the first. What did I, or probably all of us, think inflatable referred to? The name of the episode was Uh, inflatable. Sadie Feelings Questions. Well, it's not just yours because this is pretty much said to me by everyone that talked about this episode. Yeah. Which is a lot of people. Trent, you're wrong. No. Oh. Nick, you're right. What? The, the Statue of Liberty on Saul's roof. Oh. We kind what did you think, Trent? Uh, he, he just the thought flailing that inflatable, the inflatable flailing, flailing arm tube man. man. featured in this episode. The only oh. thing that everybody said when they brought up this episode. Ugh, but Man, so, I know. I, know, I, I don't know. I feel right? bad about this one because it's a Sadie I'll, feeling possibly question. Have mistook that. Seems how it probably was actually what that referred. No, so I'm saying when you started watching the episode and saw the name of the episode was inflatable. See the name of the episode. Till oh, I okay. You know what? Fuck it. No, it's fine. It's fine. That's it's that's his. He wanted. He wanted. No, no, no. I'm not done. I'm not done. Um, what's the kid's name um, at the beginning of the episode when this is awesome? The guy, the character's name is actually Wolf, who comes into the store and steals. Oh, really? Yeah, on my Amazon thing, it says the character name's Wolf. Oh, what's cool. What's Wolf's kid's name? Uh, it's the Lone Ranger's nephew's horse. <laughs> okay. That's the it's a Christmas the Christmas. Oh. Um, Trent got it. I know what it is, but I just I want to double check with my notes so I don't get it wrong. I can't believe my the the thing I thought of is not going to be at I, I, most of the things, like ninety six percent of ninety eight percent of the things I take down for notes do not get asked. But this one thing I saw and I thought because oh, I only caught it on the second viewing and I thought I 
am always the last person to catch something. So surely everybody caught this. That that that, that was inflatable, and I'm no. sure. Th- oh, what, what? Oh, okay. You're going to tell us after. He's waiting. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, okay. My ex-husband Jeremy is from Las Cruces. Wait, what was what, yeah, what happened? On oh, the last sorry, one? Freddy, Freddy, Freddy. Sorry, you both got it, Freddy. Okay. My and ex-husband pronouncing Las Cruces ass. It's Las Cruces. Las anyway, my ex-husband ass. is from Las Cruces. Um, Las uh, Jimmy Cruces. passed a sign on the way. How many miles to Las Cruces from where he was? Yeah, I knew better. Than and okay, let me just go ahead. I'm going to do prices right rules on this in case no one paid attention because I'm the only one who's interested in Las Cruces. Nick probably was like, oh, there's numbers. I better write them down. (laughs) Oh, my God. Nick did. (laughs) He got it dead on. Yep. I should have known better than to not write. Numbers. Numbers. Yeah, numbers. But what did I say? Oh, um, let me see. Trent, probably, um, I'm guessing. I haven't clicked yet. 69. Dude, 69. 69. I almost want to give you a point because I guessed what you would say. But okay. (laughs) Nick gets it at – I'm sorry. Nick, I don't mean to sound sad. I just want Trent to fucking win one. I feel bad for Nick because everybody roots for the underdog. Here's the thing that pisses me off is that this time I was like, there's going to be some magazine questions. I typed in my phone, which is not the easiest way of taking notes – Every goddamn sorry next mom magazine on that fucking sorry next mom shelf. Yep. And did how many of them did you ask? Okay, you want me to read what I've got and then see, you tell me if I missed anything? Oh yeah, how many? How many did you get copied down? I, I don't. I haven't even counted. But okay, let's see what I've got. I've got Time, yeah, the yeah. New Yorker, uh-huh. psych, Psychology Today, yep, yep, Superman comic book, uh-huh. Mad Magazine. Carcraft. It's only an order of appearance, by the way. Yeah. Because um, I copied it down that way, too. Yeah. Um, Playboy. Uh-huh. N- National Lampoon. Uh-huh. Something that ends with the letters N-L-G-E. I think which it's was single. Single? I, uh. I, I tried to Google single magazine July 1973, and nothing came up. But. <laughs> oh, was it 73? Which is interesting, because there was like yeah. a, a, a I had I had a reason to believe it was 71. But anyway, keep going. Yeah. Okay, Better Homes and Gardens, uh, Boy's Life, mm-hmm. Psycho Guide. Got it. And Sailing, I got And Karate and Kick, two separate magazines. I don't, I missed those two. Yeah, it's on the final shot. I caught it at the end. I also was like copying out every goddamn thing on the sign. Sorry, next I, uh, Yeah, I do too. And uh, 2D Fruities. You remember 2D Fruities? Uh, no. Uh-uh. They were like candy whistles. Ooh. Hmm. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. So I do want to I want to read a little bit of Bricktail's email, which I do pre-read Hang and on. then what? Trent token time. <gasps> Ooh. And Sadie, what happened to the malfeasance question? What? No. 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 <laughs> I asked right. the questions. I asked the questions. But no, you said you sent a message last night and said you were going to ask a question about something to do with something. So. Oh, well, sorry. I was probably drunk. So I anyway. was going to say, I'm just going to get a few and got excited because of <laughs> <laughs> like, Guys, they said a word I like. <laughs> they said 47. Now, text, text, text. Um, so, so here it is. Trent and I are really good friends. I so am I, 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 I supposed I, to type an answer to you, Trent? No. Well... No. Yeah, okay. Both of you send me a separate individual. Wait, what? Oh, did you just type something? Um, you sit, say you can type back mm-hmm. the thing to me. Nick, if you just click on me, you can then send one to me. Yeah. And I can click and get it. 
I don't see anything, Trent. It's, I'm going to ask a few questions for this. We're going to do a mini little Trent, Trent, oh, okay, a, all a, right, a, a Nate Trent York quiz. <laughs> Nate Trent York quiz. Okay. Brought to you by. I don't know how many of you have heard the first time Nate ever did the Nate York podcast pod quiz, but the very first time he ever did, I wasn't even on the show on the movies of balls. He goes, "This is the Nate York's Nate York podcast pod quiz brought to you by Nate York, hosted by Nate York." Said Nate York like a hundred fucking times. I've never known him to do that. I think you're lying. He only did it the one that 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 way one time, and it was hysterical. But he never says his own name, Trent. You're lying. So, so first question. Okay, I'm excited. Yay. Mm. After, I think it's only going to be two questions. After, uh, Jimmy ha- moves his clothing to the side, uh-huh. his, his his suits. He then puts up two garment bags, separates, and then puts up another garment bag and opens. He pulls out some shirts and fans them. And here we go into the beautiful montage. Uh-huh. How many shirts were in that? Oh, Nick says seven. Sadie says eight. Sadie, is that correct? Um, Nick's? No, I'm right. No, it's seven. God damn it. Huh? <laughs> now, follow-up question to that. This one's worth 16 points. <laughs> 16 points? Name the colors of the shirts. Paste. So there are seven. <laughs> what, yeah, fucking fuck you, Nick. <laughs> no, well, Sadie, if you know how many... Okay, there, there are seven shirts. There okay. Are, like, All right. like, there's seven. Uh-huh. But I know. I know you, colors. You didn't. You didn't take notes preparing for a quiz, and I. It's true. I'm wondering if Nick though caught on to what they did. Well, I. I had the. Oh. <laughs> okay. Erasing everything. Erasing. I, have, I, have I can't. A, I can't erase that. I'm starting over, no, Trent. It's fine. Are you ready? Ready? Notes. Ready? Okay. Okay. I had a word written right before I wrote down all those colors. I as the, I I didn't. That's have my answer. Uh, yeah, exactly. You both, you both got it. It's Roy G. Biv. He literally... Oh, my God. That's balls. I didn't notice. Every color in the order of Roy G. Biv. That's amazing. Is it not hilarious that they did that? Like, Dude, that mm-hmm. that montage was amazing. I called Milo out of his room today. Like, right. Milo, come Nick, watch this montage. Put your mm-hmm. uh, token. You won by uh, one point. <sighs> it, was, it was very close. It was 16-17. And if you hadn't mentioned the thing, Trent, I would have... I know, I know, I know. But uh, I think I might it, have figured it out when I got to seven. I'm like, oh, colors! I saw it. I thought I must be the the like I have to be the last person to catch this. And I didn't fact, hear them mention that on the podcast either on the Insider. That means that they did it to say that he has a shirt in literally every color. Literally. But I didn't. I don't know this. I didn't know the our what is it our Roy G. Biv. Yeah. It's okay. The Roy G. It's no, I know it because what I wrote down was like, oh, the rainbow. <laughs> that's why it's a rainbow it's because that's all the colors we can perceive yeah right. I mean there are other colors that. but we I, I wrote it down as colors. I wrote it down as uh, red, orange, yellow, green, bright blue blue and purple <laughs> it's blue, indigo, violet that's what the biv is blue, indigo, violet well I will remember that from now on yep. I remember Roy G. Biv from uh, Say by the Bell and oh. also Nevim Schnup but I don't remember how it's how it's actually spelled. That's all the planets. Of course, oh no, yeah. Oh. Chris has one that's like my very excellent mother just made us nachos. Is that the Mercury, <laughs> Venus, Earth, <laughs> Mars? Yeah, whatever. My nice. my very excellent mother just made us nachos. That's Pluto, that. except Pluto doesn't exist anymore. 
<laughs> anyway. Yeah, so Pluto blew up. Pluto doesn't mm. exist anymore. Yep. That's why it's no longer So, um, f- um, for one thing, $4 a carton. So that makes cigarettes 40 cents a pack? That's about right. Oh, my wow. God. Oh, my and God. I, I, when I was in Mexico in 98, Marlboro's cost $1.50, which was, I mean, still just that I remember that is like, oh, my God. You could smoke until you were fucking you guys dead back then. would probably die if you knew what cigarettes cost. Oh, I know what they cost up there. It's redonk. I'm like, yeah. They're like $12. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. What's it going for a pack of uh, American spirits out there, Sadie? Um, I'm paying like the cheapest place, like six fifty. It's like nine bucks for a pack of spirits here. Wow, damn. Yeah, that's why when I go down to Alabama this summer, I'm gonna come back with cartons of cigarettes, like I live in the fucking fifties. <laughs> yeah, when I went to Mexico the first time, I came back with cartons of cigarettes. <laughs> it's true. Here's a hundred dollar reel. Give me your whole fucking store loaded up. Right, so I already mentioned that that character's name was Wolf, which is hilarious because he's That's like cool. wolf and sheep, blah, blah, blah. And also, did you not notice that his his dad sounded exactly like Bob Odenkirk? He did sound interesting. Yeah, very good. Fucking yeah. weird. Are we, uh, are we starting to talk about the show? We oh, are. We need to handle uh, predictions. Oh, yeah, we do. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's no problem. I just wanted to make sure that we we don't uh, step over uh, things. Let's do this. Okay, so okay. I'm sorry. So I have a prediction from Lily, yeah? Okay, first let's do the predictions that uh, came through this week. Okay. Um, I.e. I. the ghost of predictions past. <laughs> so we have a prediction... Um, from Brick Tales that came true, which Ooh. was that by the end of season two, Jimmy will part ways with Davis and Maine, and yeah. it won't be a friendly goodbye. So uh-huh. he got a point for that. So did Shane, basically, for the same prediction. Uh, also, Fox, so. also, I got a prediction correct this week, which was nice. Mike will call Jimmy for help with the gun charge thing. Yep, huh. yep, yep. So that's yeah, a point. Quick. Um... And now we have a couple of judgment calls to make. Um, okay. With Shane, he made a prediction that uh, Rick- Richard Schweikart re- uh, realizes how good Kim is and wants to hire her just so she will not be on the Sandpiper case uh-huh. and his team will have a better chance of winning. Now, judgment call. Huh. Is this now disproven because she didn't take the job offer and we will never learn it? <sighs> Okay, I don't think. Okay, here's the thing. He, he did happened, specifically say last week this was not to take her off the he, case. Yeah, because lawyers are the most uh, like yeah, because they're because we yeah, didn't want another he, lawyer lie in this episode at all. Yeah, he said that you will specifically not be working on that case. He said that b- before Shane made this prediction. Yeah, and yeah. so does that mean that he's trying to keep her off the case? No, hmm. that means nothing, Sadie. That's a lie from a lawyer. Okay. A lie All right. Lawyer. So, judgment call. What, where are we going, guys? What do you think? I, like, are I we going to say this will never be resolved, or do we I say that? Okay. Okay. We can't give him a point for it because we don't have confirmation that's true. But uh-huh. And we may never. We may never. I think it need, needs to be just like unresolved forever. Yep. Oh. Yeah, I don't think he loses a point, but, but he doesn't get get one either. We also don't know, and I granted this is probably far, far out there, but we don't know. We don't know that Kim's not going to march in there next episode and and or, or sure. like talk to them and and say you know I'm sorry I can't take this I'm I'm doing the show or she might still take it we we don't know that yet so okay. this is okay. not out of the park and he might he might get pissed off and be like oh, I was just trying to hire you to get off that case anyway so I guess I got hmm. what I want for free okay so the, yep. that'll stay open it stays yeah. open and, um, yep. okay then we have Trent's prediction yeah. number two and number three uh, number two was Jimmy flips the switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
in the Davidson main office, uh. and it has negative consequences for right. the office. So this is another one that. Um, it, I it'll... feel like it's safe to say that that one's in the can. That is okay. can. It's not gonna. So that's okay. a negative point. Okay, so you get a minus one on that one. I, I'm 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 okay with saying that because I yeah. don't I don't look for that's a that's a real stretch to see that happening. Yeah, and then Jimmy. In fact, though, I get like ten. More. <laughs> and then the other one was Jimmy Will Chicago Sunroof, one of the Davis and Main cars. Oh, that could still happen. Oh, that was me? Yeah. <gasps> Man, that's an awesome prediction. That could still happen. I kind of doubt it at this point because he does seem pretty I respectful in his leaving. Yeah. But I think know. it's done. Yeah. yeah. I was almost going to give you a half point just because he did wreck the – or sorry, he fixed the cup holder. But no. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm more excited that my – latest one might happen based on the... the I, I, I wrote that further on in my notes for later. It's just I think your prediction that you made last week is brilliant. The one about I'm, Tio and Hector. I'm getting pretty fucking close I, if it's I not think it. I think that's an awesome prediction. But anyway, oh, um, I have one judgment call. Just last week you both predicted counter predictions. Um, Sadie, you said that um, Kim will be dead by the time Breaking Bad begins. Uh-huh. And Trent, you predicted the opposite, that that Kim will be alive when Breaking Bad begins. Um, I just wanted to establish a ground rule. Okay. Um, when we say Breaking Bad begins, uh-huh. I'm going to say that that means when it begins for Saul. So that means when okay. Walt – because we don't know if there will be some overlap. Um, yeah, yeah. So when so Walt comes when, into contact with Saul. When Walt walks into Saul's office, that's the deadline. Okay. When they get a criminal lawyer. Yeah. And now I have a new prediction this week. Woo-hoo! I am predicting that Gene, a.k.a. future Saul, future Jimmy, uh-huh. Nebraska Jimmy, whatever you want to call him. Oh, I know where you're going with this. We'll meet Kim again. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Because fucking bad. Because fucking on the line of Nebraska and Kansas. <gasps> yep. Oh, yep. like, yeah. like. Yeah. I like that almost as much as I like my Marie and Stacy hospital connection. So oh, that's yeah. oh yeah, from last week. Nice. So, okay, so that one I'll go in. Okay, and... so I need to do Lily's prediction from her email. Yeah. Okay. I need to get that in there. Um. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So she actually said, um, the storyline will move forward, and we will all forget about the Sandpiper Sandpiper settlement money. That Jimmy is entitled to. I predict it will show up at a moment when he is in desperate need of money and get out of a sticky situation. Oh, like because at first I was like, "Well, this is kind of a vague," and then that right nope. there—that's a good prediction. Yep, yep, that's yep. Suddenly, good. suddenly he's going to get his couple mil out of this thing. Okay. I like that. I like good it one. too. Yeah. What if he's sitting easy on that in Nebraska? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, what if he's really just kind of biding his time with that job? What if he doesn't have to work that job? Well, he's. Yeah, well, I think we talked before about like how much money he he carted away with himself. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Oh, really? Because uh, he paid some to the disappearer. But I don't had an idea of how much money he had to take with him, though. But he must have had a lot of cash aside from that. Well, he uh-huh. had that. He had that like safe, like the thing behind the, yeah. the thing in the wall. Like he got a cut from everything that Walt and Jesse did. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Plus all the other shit he was doing, man. But he's just living living uh, humbly, but he's got money, I think. Yeah, I think he Yeah, so he's good. not technically in witness protection. He's in disappearer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. And, yeah, and like I said, maybe he's just – because that house was kind of 
kind of decent looking. It didn't look shitty or anything. For yeah. I mean, I don't know that they really factor that too much into like picking the location. Uh-huh. Sure, to a degree, I'm sure they do. But like, it looked fairly nice. But then again, if he's in Omaha, how much does it cost to get a place in Omaha? I don't know. I don't know. Um, mm. But uh, but it seemed like a decent place. Um, so he's probably just sitting back comfy. You know, Jimmy, he don't give a fuck. Uh-huh. Like he gave up that. If he gave a fuck, he would stay in that uh, that apartment and keep the car. But instead, he's like, "Nah, fuck this. I'll just go back to my shit ass office." Like he, that's yep. where he wanted to go. So he he doesn't care. And it wasn't yeah. that he was unhappy; that he was not happy. Yeah, and I think. And I, I love like that. That was great. This, this episode. I'm sorry. I don't want to take away from anything. I'll, I'll drop it really quickly. But I just want to say, I feel like this episode above everything really shows that for him, it's not about the dollar. Yeah, it's, totally. It's, it's not about the dollar for. I mean, he wants to make money, sure. And when yeah. he's down, he he wants it. But ah, if he was if he was all about the dollar, he'd suck it up at Davis and Maine. Well, and he also was like willing to it's give all, all of his dollars away to to um to Kim to make her be partner. Yeah. Like, I'll pay off that debt. I can do it. Let's do this. For him, it's all about the the quest for the dollar uh-huh. and how he gets it. It doesn't matter. That's fair. Yeah, it's all about the pursuit of the dollar. Well, I think Jimmy can. I think Jimmy is just—he's the kind of person he can just get money. Yeah, he knows how to get money. Like he'll be okay. He's fine. Uh-huh. But he, but his like you said, how he gets that dollar? Yeah, yes. yeah, yes. Yeah. So in I, in I, the I, most I, colorful I, way possible. In Damn, every color. Colorful. So just, there was something, you guys, something I wanted to say before we started, and then we got distracted. I just wanted to read part of Bricktail's email because we were talking about the magazines. So, is that okay? Did he write us a penthouse letter? Yeah, totally. (laughs) No. Okay. Oh, we have some timeline information. I never thought this podcast was true, but (laughs) (laughs) sorry, next year. (laughs) So um, he says, I googled Time Magazine. Nixon can trust be restored, since you could clearly see that behind Young Jimmy, and that was a cover from August '73. Holy crap! Some more googling shows that August 1973 Playboy was actually the one he was reading. Love, love these guys for their details. That's all. Yeah. Same with the Mad Magazine. I, yeah, so I, he's like, really, guys? It was Google. It's not like I've got my own personal archive of Playboys going back 40 years or anything. I'm impressed by the accuracy, and now I'm curious if all the magazines behind him were for the, from the same month. So, Yeah, well, the also- Mad Magazine was from July 1973. July, okay. Well, yeah, and a month I, before. That's okay. Yeah. The other thing that it? I did, someone posted on the internet uh, or on Facebook that there was like a, a box of moon pies on the shelf, and they mm-hmm. were saying, "Oh, like what attention to detail that Wait. you know?" Because he used moon pie in his squat cobbler story mm-hmm. as oh, one yeah. of his. Uh, but did you listen to the insider this week? I did. I didn't totally. I don't, I don't think I finished okay. it. Why? Here's here's the thing, though. What? They filmed that. They filmed that cold open. Uh, oh, last year. They filmed it last year to yeah. appear in episode nine of season one. Whoa. Mm-hmm. But they didn't they, have time, and they had to cut it out. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And I, I thought about it today, and I was like, you know what? I think it actually fits better now in the story. Oh, totally. It does. And totally. And because of after Chuck telling the story of of Jimmy taking the money from the till, uh-huh. and then I was like, oh, he took the money from the till. Darn. But they wait. <laughs> I, but the biggest thing that I'm having trouble with they sell moon pies in Chicago. Yeah. Uh <laughs> No. Um. They don't sell them here. Do they sell them there, Sadie? Here, no. Yeah, I know. It's a southern thing. 
Well, no, my friend Corby brought us back moon pies, like fancy moon pies from. No, she brought them back from Chicago, from Illinois. She did. Wow. Yeah, like Illinois is like the south of the north. <laughs> I can I can list more The south of I like I'm not gonna, you know I've told you before about the nickname they have for people from Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't I don't wanna I don't know if there's any Chicago Illinois listeners. I didn't come up with it. I don't say it on a regular basis. I was told by somebody here uh-huh. and, and you know it's a thing, so don't get uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, no, because my in um in uh Mobile my friends moved to Mobile recently. Mobile, Mo- Mobile, Alabama. Mobile, 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 exactly. Mobile, Alabama. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to call you on your mobile. Well, then don't mobile. call me on my mobile. So they they recently moved moved to Mobile. That's actually one of the first places where Mardi Gras was celebrated in America. So the, they have the like bigger than the Bourbon Street shit that goes on in uh, 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 New Orleans. Um, they actually <laughs> so do a bigger one there that's like weeks long for Mardi Gras. And on New Year's, they drop instead of a ball downtown, they drop a giant moon pie, a lit up moon pie. Because oh, why don't they drop a big mobile? Uh, it's a mobile of a moon pie. Okay, <laughs> because that's where <laughs> moon pies come from, and that's and they're also uh, fucking disgusting. Um, <laughs> the last time I ate one, I had a tummy ache and I didn't want to eat it. But a girlfriend of mine was like, "Oh, come on, we gotta go to the Bass Pro Shop, don't you?" Want? I don't know why I dated her. You want? We gotta go to the Bass Pro Shop. You've never been? How come you never been to the Bass? She wasn't that country, but I picture it that way because what she country, said. Country. What's the word from Jackie Brown? Country as a chicken coop. Basically, yeah, yeah. Country is the cornflake, is what I like to say. She wasn't that country, but she had those tendencies, and she was like, "They have moon pies of every flavor," and I was like, "Oh, cool! More flavors for me to shit instantly." So these and- are these are like the like not wrapped in in a, a wrapper, but like homemade kind of moon pie oh, things. They're yeah, the moon pie, like they're that's that brand, like whatever that company that makes them. Like it's okay. it's in the sealed package. Okay, no, they're like, like Hostess or like Tasty Cakes. Because yeah, like the um, one that Corby brought us was from like a bakery in Chicago. Where no, they're like they're like bakery moon pies. No, the, there's a company that has the rights to moon pie. It's okay, a, it's a yeah registered trademark. And it's uh, it's it's two shitty cookies mm-hmm. with a shitty, uh, the worst marshmallow you can imagine in between. Mm, with some kind of coating on the outside, which mm. works like a laxative. And um, oh, they're miserable. Oh, they're the worst. <laughs> so it's like the um, the uh, Jim Gaffigan thing, where it's like they make vegetarian hot pockets now for people who um, don't want to eat meat but would still like diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Well, while we're on brand names, the Hinky <laughs> Dinky was oh, a yeah. real supermarket chain. I know. Yep. Someone wrote in about that, too. Oh, okay. So if, you, if you Google and then go to video for Hinky Dinky, there is a plethora of songs if you wanted to dig through that. Uh, nice. Unless you already had a song like pre-thought like thought of. But I, I, I Googled Hinky Dinky to look There's at like that. so many possibilities for, for the end song for this episode. That I was like, going to go with Dancing in the Moonlight. Nice. Also, That's nice. Yeah. I always thought you could do something with bagpipes. I have an awesome bagpipe tune you could do. It's true. My friend Jeff plays bagpipes, and I love when he's like, oh, you could hear that through the door? Because, I mean, <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Because I used to live with someone who plays bagpipes. Sorry, Jeff. Sorry, Jeff. Because he does actually listen to us. Sorry, Jeff. That was super awesome when you played bagpipes in the bathroom. The first time I, I commanded a company at the Ceremonial Guard, the pipers used to rehearse in the room above mine. And they, when they rehearsed, they used just the chamfer, which is the mouthpiece of yeah, the. Yeah, that. Bagpipe. 
can't dish that yeah, part. With, without the whole, yeah, and it was just the, even that. But I mean, there's good bagpipe music out there. I yes. love bagpipes. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Like I love, love, love them. In fact, I was at the on St. Patty's Day. It was the Kissers concert. They had a guy that came in, a good friend of the the bands that. Um, played pipes for him. I thought I had missed it, and I because like I'll talk shit about him about being like because they're they're impossibly loud. But when I hear the, I get, I, I get goosebumps. Like I'm gonna I, miss it. I'm gonna message you guys a, a video for for a really good bagpipe tune. Cool. So yeah. So so Jeff, my friend Jeff, and also my friend Nick, and a couple of friends of theirs back in the day when I first met them in the late '90s or late '80s, were in a band that like. All the songs had to be in the same key because bagpipes are a key, and but it well, was they great. They were like Ellen a punk pipes. rock band with fucking bagpipes. But they also make Ellen pipes. They've also got. There's a lot of other different uh, winded instruments that are in the same family. That uh-huh. one play that if you could play one of those. Uh-huh. There's the whistle player for Kissers. I call him a whistle player, but he's also playing like flutes, fives, Ellen pipes, bagpipes. He plays like any of those. Uh-huh. Yeah. I bet he plays a mean fucking recorder. <laughs> I bet he could destroy a recorder. Now that I play that. a mean fucking recorder. I can play two Christmas songs, yo. Oh, are you like Dwight from The Office? When I am. I can play now. Green Sleeves. I can. <laughs> watching and the first time. What? Oh, my God. When I saw the thing about him saying, like like Dwight saying that he hit himself in the face with a phone, and it cuts to Jim, and Jim says, I put nickels in the hand. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Like, until he oh. built up. Uh, uh, the strength, and then I just took them all. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the other, I, I'm caught up to the point where uh, oh, Steve, so Steve Carell, they they brought back the uh, waitress from the Benihana, mm. and and her friend, and he kept he kept forgetting which was which, so he oh, marked yeah. one. And then Brendan <laughs> told me the most fucked up thing about that is that the girl that was there at the office with him that he marked. Was not the same girl in the restaurant. The show switched it on us. Wow! Oh, really? I was like, "Fuck! I must be racist." God damn it! <laughs> You're like, <laughs> "Oh, uh, Asian girl." It's Asian. I also was halfway paying attention. So, but 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 I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like I, that's it's pretty that's hilarious that they did that. No, I'm really glad you're watching that show. That show it's great. It's you really have to great. Watch the original uh, version from the UK. Yeah, I will probably try it. I'll probably try it yeah. out. And it's only I mean it's only twelve episodes and a bonus. Yeah, like the American one is like a hundred and seventy episodes. Yeah, yeah, and like they're you know, and their British thing with their like six episodes in a goddamn season bullshit. Oh, so mad. Hey, can we take a little break? It's been an hour. Uh, sure. Yay! Okay. Seen a few. And we're back? Yeah? Uh, yeah, sure. And we're back. Hello, and welcome back to, uh, to congratulations to Nick for winning the quiz. Wow, that was a nail-biter. And, <laughs> and, and the Trent token. And the Trent token. Whoever's yeah. keeping up with that old file that's probably waterlogged. And- <laughs> um, I kind of want to real quick talk about something, and then we can break apart stuff into little pieces, whatever you guys want to talk about. Go. Um, but, you know, I, I introduced this idea for the Fuck You Pendulum. Um, uh, this right. week I have an interesting thought about it. I think, like, hardcore, it swings toward Jimmy. I'll come back to that. Um, not in a necessarily, not with the, the, the fer- ferociousness furiosityness that it was uh, when it was towards Chuck or 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 uh, what's his what's 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 the what's the guy Maine? Howard Howard yeah not as oh furious. Howard okay yeah not as furious as it was towards them uh, but 
I, there's also a potential that the pendulum could be swinging to two groups of people. Huh. This is I was thinking about this. So we've we have talked about the fact that we think that there is a possibility. Not say it's not confirmed, but it's a possibility that Howard's intentions for punishing Kim was maybe being a little bit hurt. Maybe he's interested in Kim. Maybe he doesn't like the fact that she's yeah. Maybe it's like jealousy. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah. Yeah. Now we've also got the fact that we we have talked about, and it's 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 some people's predictions. It's it's something that I feel like we all could safely say that we could see the potential for this again, not confirmed, and we don't know if it ever will be. That Schwe Schwe Schweinhein Schweikert Schweikert Shallow Heinz Schweikert and 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 other Howard. Yeah, well, other I, I love when she <laughs> called him Howard, oh Rich, but that's really, okay. Which Jimmy said ahead of time, yeah. And he was so cool about that. He's like, don't worry about it. He was – I like that guy a lot. I uh, like I, him too. I really yep. hope he's on the up, up in front. But again, lawyer. Um, I like that the other two partners in that firm or the people with him were both women also. like it seems. Like, it. I hope that they're partners. It seems like yeah. a way more progressive firm than HHM, which seems like kind of an old boys thing. And also yeah. um, the other place um, – no one likes you, Aaron. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> I, We're I, uh, always at that. I don't. I don't have the energy to do it too many times this week. But uh, it's got, I got one in me for later. But, but uh, both, both, like two, at also, least two of our emails also have that in them because yeah, it's well, a thing now. We all <laughs> so so we, we've talked about the potential for that, and then also to, you know, Jimmy. It seems like he said he did say okay at the end to a separate separate law firm's uh-huh. built. Uh-huh. Like he didn't on- say yeah. He didn't answer the question. Oh, that's true. The okay. the end was her saying say yes. That was but the it, end. It seems like it was leading towards that. Maybe it's wrong. But the what? thing is, is that whether he does or does not, he he wants her. He wants her as partner. He put. He wants her name number one. He he loves her. He uh-huh. fucking yeah. loves her. Man, that's his. That's yeah. His when name. he was when he was doodling uh, their logo at the beginning, I didn't. Think it was the logo. I just thought, oh, it's, he's like a schoolgirl, like writing out her married name. Like, <laughs> oh, I didn't even catch that. Like I'm like, like I'm like Sarah plus Roger Taylor. Sarah was, Taylor. I didn't <laughs> see her name on it. I just saw the M's and W's. And I thought, That's all it was was M's and uh-huh. W's. But I, I thought, was, what's this weirdo doing on this paper? Wow, his, his doodles are stupid. Oh. What I like too, though, is in like in movie credits, if you have two people who are almost the same level or pretty much the same level, you put one up top but one to the left. Oh, yeah. So it's like top, bottom, but left, right. So um, they're both kind of like in the place. And it was like, what's her last name? Wexler. Wexler McGill. Yeah. Which I, I loved the card. But, I thought it was but cool. I, yeah. I, you know, I, he, he's he, – he, I'm not saying that he's not trying to get her to do that because she's uh, a, a bad – I'm not saying that he's – I'm not saying she's a bad lawyer, but I'm saying that I'm thinking that maybe his intents aren't just because she is a good lawyer. I think a lot of that is because how much he cares for her and wants her to be in his life and wants her to be – because he, he thinks that much of her. Uh-huh. I mean, and he thinks that much of her as a lawyer too. I'm, I'm not saying that his intentions are bad, but you got to admit that there's a lot more feelings in there than just by the numbers she's an awesome lawyer. It's no, true. I mean she said um, – she said, "You don't." She said, she, yeah, he well, said, "Well, yeah," and he said, "No, I like, want you." But also, he she also said, um, "You've got me." You've got me. Well, yeah, he you, said he didn't yeah. need her. He said he wanted her. Uh-huh. So, yeah, but, exactly. But, and the, but the intentions behind it. And these are things that either a will never. There's a possibility that we'll never learn anyone's intentions. Uh-huh. There's a possibility that if we do, that these are wrong. But a lot of us, I'm going to say, there's a group, and I'm in this group. A lot of us think that the pendulum is either swing. The pendulum is either swinging at. Those three people that I named, or those three groups of people I named that have these intentions for Kim or the group I'm in, because it feels like there's a lot of people that are really pining for Kim, 
to work with them, but mm-hmm. not solely because Kim is an awesome lawyer. Uh-huh. Because we think that the Schwein, Schweinhard and Colby, um, we, we think Corby, that let's of, go with Corby. Part of their intentions are to get her off of that case. Uh-huh. Um, and and again, with Howard again. With, but the thing is, is that if none of that is true, or or only parts that are true, fuck me and everybody else that thinks that way. Because we think that people only want her for those reasons that aren't that she's an awesome lawyer. Yeah, one I, of us got to say fuck you to that. What's I that? disagree. I disagree. I mean, I I do think HHM is being totally unreasonable uh, with her, and but I I think um, Schweikert and uh, Schweikert and Coakley. Monster, Coakley. Coakley. Yeah. No, I, I whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, Corby I drove, think, drove hard and homely. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that I think that they. I mean, they legitimately want her for her skills, and like, just like they said in the interview, yeah. like, we we know you're a great lawyer. Like, let's hear about you. Mm-hmm. And then, and Jimmy as well. He's like, you're underappreciated. Like, you deserve. Like he said, like, uh, Schweikart and Coakley's a lateral move. You deserve better. Like, True. Yeah, it's it, it, it's it, all, it's all. I think they all think she's a great lawyer. And, and I understand that, but 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 the point I'm trying to make is that there are some people that think different from that. It could absolutely be that. I feel like either one is equally as plausible because we don't know yet. We have, we have, you know, proof of both on both sides. So you're, you know, what you're thinking is I, I could see that happening too. I wouldn't be like blown away. Um, but I also kind of, I'm leaning towards mine just on a gut feeling. I don't really have more information, but I'm yeah. saying that anyone that's thinking the way that I'm thinking, the pendulum's either swinging at me and the group that think similar to what I just mentioned, or it's swinging towards the people that are doing the intentions we think it are. One of us is underestimating Kim and thinking that either people want her for that or thinking that they want her for these things or actually wanting her for these things instead of wanting her for being an awesome lawyer mm. and underappreciating what she is as opposed to just being a, a, a very pretty lady who has a, a great personality that's fun to be around. You know, and, and, I, and I, I like like objectifying her as her, her womanhood part as opposed to her you know, professionalism. Mm. Um, but this is all speculative. It just made me think like, wow, I feel yeah. really shitty for thinking all these things, but no, I no, do. And, and either, either these things are true and these people are being asshats or I'm being an asshat for thinking these people are assets. It's one or the other. If we come to light, you know, like it has to be a lot of things that have to happen, but I feel like there are a lot of plausible things. But having said all that with the facts that we do have, uh, the pendulum's at Jimmy and I hate to say it. Hmm. I hate to say, look, I get it. They were dick bags to him at at uh, at at, uh, at uh, you know trees are us over there, <laughs> but uh, at, at Ed Begley Jr.'s personal pr- uh, practice room, yeah, they were they were dicks to him. And, but here's the thing: he overstepped his bounds, and he knew he did with that commercial. And then what happened? He got punished. Did he lose his job? No. Did they cut his pay? Fuck no. They gave him a lot of opportunities after he already told them no once. Then came back. Then, like he said, Ed Bigley Jr. is right. Yeah, he is entirely right. You know, I mean, he but, yes. totally is. Yes, I have no problems with his reaction. To uh, it's like Jimmy said. Like I'm just a square peg in a round hole, and and for you know for the you know. For the record, you're you're a really great guy, or I think you're a great guy. For the record, I think you're an asshole. <laughs> For the record, you're an asshole, and that's the thing is that yes, if you're going to use somebody to get what you want, I mean everybody's entitled to get. I wouldn't say entitled. I think everybody has the right to strive to get for what they want, and if they get what they want, good for them. But sometimes you got to be an asshole to get what you want. So it's like 
yeah, he's an asshole, but he he had to handle his. And you know what? He didn't hurt anybody. He did some goofy things that were kind of funny. He might and, have ruined that guy's shirt with the juice. And I'm sure he paid for that shirt. Too. And everybody's <laughs> glad. Everybody's glad that Aaron found the floater. So. Aaron. <laughs> nobody. Buddy. <laughs> likes you, Aaron. <laughs> and did you notice that goddamn trash can did not have office paper only? It had <laughs> a banana peel. It had some kind of packet, probably stevia, and then obviously the can. <laughs> and then so he was just like, "Fuck you, can garbage." Like, Welcome to the Goat Green Podcast. <laughs> I know. Yay. So yeah, moving on. Um, so should we like let's talk about like uh? Oh, I, one other thing. Oh, we just pretty much covered the whole everything that happened in the montage right basically if you guys want to talk about more I just, except I just that the montage that was the, amazeballs and we didn't yeah, actually was, say the montage was amazeballs it was super but did you notice the name of the funeral director no what al, al newman and i thought alfred e newman like the cover of the mad magazine they showed at the beginning oh, <laughs> interesting oh maybe i loved that he was wearing his obnoxious suit the first time he shows up in his obnoxious suit like here's a funeral director uh it was just so cool pink him. suit like, guy i loved his fucking suits they were so, like that. Yeah. so great so just, great and the music just fit perfectly like even the inflatable tube guy was like dancing perfectly yeah. in time with the yeah. music I mean, oh. good and so good here's job, my thing. Kelly Dixon. And yeah, Kelly, mm, kudos. So have you guys seen the um, Family Guy Star Wars things? Is that yeah. the wacky waving inflatable failing arm two man episode? Yeah. Yes. It's, okay, that's why everybody said that to me. When it's they intergalactic proton powered electrical technical advertising droids. Oh, that's what I it think. is. He says it three times, and he's like, "Hi, I'm Darth Harrington from Darth Harrington's electric electrical proton power." Well, I can totally do it normally. You Milo, Milo couldn't even fucking do it. But anyway, so that's brown, the thing. Brown cow, the human torch applied for a bank loan. Do it. <laughs> no, no. Um, well, yeah, intergalactic proton powered electric ten- electrical tentacled advertising droids. But yeah, that's what I thought when it started. And yeah, I, uh, <sighs> I, uh, um, I don't know. And that's, we've talked about this before, man. Uh, I'm glad that we finally had. Not that we haven't already had good ones, but we finally had a standout. And in my opinion, this is one of the biggest standout Kelly Dixon. Oh ones. yeah, for, without Bad. a doubt. Breaking I mean, Bad would not have been Breaking Bad had it not been for a few key things. And one of those key things, I mean. Kelly Dixon montages. That first montage, because they had absolutely nothing in Breaking Bad uh, for the first fucking episode to go in the slide except for shots of them working on it, and they just let her do her thing. And that would not have existed had she not had the talent yeah. that she has. And that's that's one of a, a – I'd say at least 20% of the reason the show got huge, maybe more. <laughs> you know, when you think about the factors that go into it, I, I tend to think about like the whole butterfly effect. Of like things causing other things. One of the things is like you know because like Pinkman was supposed to get killed, um, but Aaron Paul was so fucking awesome they kept yeah. him. That's another huge part of the show. Oh yeah, the actors themselves, the brilliant writing, everything. But that that is one thing that took it to another level. And this uh-huh. episode, everybody's fucking talking about this. Yeah, it was so uh-huh. good the whole thing. But that that montage was the crowning part of it. I, like, I hope it was- I hope she sat back when she was done. And just watched it, just fucking had a cigar. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like something you're just like, fuck, I did really good. Yeah, I hope hope she had that good feeling. Well, Vince Gilligan came like within a hair's breadth of saying that was the best montage out of both series. (laughs) Yay, good. He stopped himself before he said it. Did he say it was wonderful? At least he, yeah, no, he came, he came, 
he was it was about to come out of his mouth and then he stopped himself but he was saying of all he said of all the montages we've done in both series, seasons he said well no because we've had good ones in the other you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah. He, but he came close and it's oh, like yeah, yes. it's pretty amazing like, I wouldn't have memorable. like this I wouldn't have I wouldn't have sent a message to you guys Monday night right after I saw it if I hadn't been just blown away like mm-hmm. I, I was just like I have to say something well, I, that was I, weird I thought that was Trent you sent that yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I was like yeah, yeah, I'm reading it wrong. Yo, know, the ones from Trent say <clears throat> Trent. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Um, and that's the thing too. Is, is the, the other cool thing I liked about it a lot is that uh, I like that style of putting multiple frames on one screen, like the old Thomas Crown Affair, or like people that homage things like that, or like they did it a lot with some like some of the Ocean's movies. I was like, just gonna yeah. say Ocean's Eleven, yeah, that kind yeah. of thing, where things like move up and down and away yeah. from each other. So, Good. And you know it's that's that's I mean it's not difficult it's tedious to get it right you got to put in a lot of work and know where you're going with oh, it oh yeah and she had like strips of video coming in like one comes down on the left and one up the middle then one down the right like mo- like they they're not just flashing up there like they're, they're like moving around and stuff it was yeah. so good beautiful yeah fantastic and no. just the little touches too like like they'd show the 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 wavy guy going and then they'd cut to like three neckties Sort of waving in the breeze, like I love like that the, part. <laughs> doing the ties, like at different levels of tying a tie. Yeah, yeah. so fucking good. Oh, it was so good. It just when something cuts together good, it just fucking yeah. cuts together good. It's yeah. so nice when something cuts together good for reals, yo. <laughs> yeah. and I, I I definitely have in the past that I'm currently every now and then I, I I cut something together and I kick sit back and I'm like. Yeah, that was fucking good. Like I, I'm just just patting myself on the back. I hope she did too. Because yeah. for sure. Really? Go Kelly. Yep. Awesome. Um so let's see. Um we've kind of talked about a bunch of stuff along the way. I just want to talk a little bit about the, the yeah, the montage and its um effect on Jimmy's thing. It's like I can't quit be- I can't quit because then I don't get my bonus, but I can totally be a fucking asshole weirdo until I get fired, which is awesome. Can, it's not for cause. It's not for cause. It's like you're a fucking weirdo. He used everything <laughs> that Davison Maine was about against them. Like like going green. Oh, I'm not going to flush the toilet. Uh, uh, Juice. Um, you want me to wear nice suits? Okay. You want me to play music? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I love that. I love that. Like you said, like I'm, like you play your guitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, what a fucking asshole. <laughs> well, it's so like, oh my god, that shitting and grin kind of a persona where you're just like, I took your advice. I know I'm not good. I'm just starting up. But hey, you know, like it's just like this real innocent, like, yeah. like I, you can hear it through the door. Oh, yeah. oops! I love I loved that his other options were like almost equally as obnoxious <laughs> because he had like accordion and was a trombone. Like if you don't know how to play those, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love Omar. Omar is a good guy. I didn't couldn't believe uh, Omar has kids. I thought he's way too young. I feel that was so interesting. Bad that he has kids and we just now know about it. Yeah, that's re- Trent. Wow. That's really interesting. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I was wondering, I kind of expected Jimmy to be like, you have kids? Yeah. I feel I, like he never bothered to get to know him. And that's, but, and that's another reason why the pendulum, unfortunately, is swinging towards Jimmy. What I do want to say also is that we don't, we don't do that take a letter thing anymore. We don't, we don't mm-hmm. go into the lawyer's offices and take a letter. Wait, are you an Omar? 
I am an Omar. That's exactly no, what I am. I know, that's I know, what I, know, I do. I get it. Yeah, cool. that's, that's what okay. I do. But what they do is they have these little tape recorders and they record it. I put in a little thing that I have headphones and a little foot pedal. And so I, I push the foot pedal and it, it says what they're saying. And then I type. And so I can like with well, my foot re- rewind and fast forward. And, and but you don't think there's a lawyer somewhere that asks someone to take dictation? No, you don't. Well, well this is 2002, my, but and even back then they did. They, no, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. They record stuff. We don't. We don't do that. Take a letter thing anymore. When but you have you, to do take a letter, you have to know shorthand because you have to be able to write really fast. Yeah. Or if you you're know. just, it's like a quick little short thing. I mean, if it's just like a, hey, do this for me real quick instead of getting out the equipment, and making the recording. Well, no, this is dictating a letter, a letter that we do. Which Gary but it's also is resignation. Yeah, Gary actually does work, do yeah. like he makes a whole tape of like here's this pile of stuff. On the top of this is this thing. File that. And I'm like, oh my god, dude, you could put it in the pile for filing. Yeah, done. Also, and yeah, like, he also because didn't know he's... how he wanted to write it. You know what I mean? Like he was trying to form it, and he needed also to kind of add some stuff. But it's also true. it's necessary for the story. But like I, I think it would be now that you're mentioning there's this like using the pedals. That's kind of mm. interesting. I, and also, I like actually I rewrite a ton of shit that Gary writes. Like Gary will dictate stuff, and I will put it into like a form that actually fucking makes sense because he just goes on and on, rambles, and goes like correction, blah blah blah. So I'll type out everything he says and then just cut it down to succinct because no like one reads no one book. reads letters anymore. And like there's all the shit he puts in his letters right. that just no one needs to know. <laughs> but you would not read these letters. I get letters from. <laughs> they, we keep good we keep good correspondence they're like you need to pay this and i'm like no but how are you today so yeah so then later at the end of that scene he said rewind the tape ignore all of that and i said oh because that's how we do it <laughs> uh. actually rewind tapes i, I i'm um, always paranoid about the I mean, i'm glad that he's already gone from there because anytime he's like let's just throw this thing away or use this company printer to print something uh-huh it's like did you? It's like a rule. It's like first rule of Fight Club. Uh, <laughs> did you leave these in the coffee room? You know what I mean. Like that's. I get real paranoid when Aaron sniffed into his junk. Nobody likes you. Nobody likes you, Aaron. I'm just so glad he took that smug look off her face by throwing her can in the garbage. Like she, <laughs> she's a fantastic actress. She's so good. Oh, yeah. She really is. Like we hate her. We hate her. Like yeah, like legit hate. Job, we hate her because she is such a good actress at making us fucking hate her. Like nobody I likes you. I easily see her playing a part of somebody we really really like. Totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. But she um, was likable until she started being me. Being, no, from being Aaron. From the second I watched the first episode where she spoke at that conference table, I was sitting in the room with Nate, and she got finished talking, and I said, nobody likes you, Aaron. I said that. I know and you then, did. And then she tried to taco blocko Jimmy when he was trying to go talk to Kimmy, and uh, I would go, she did it again. I said, nobody likes you, Aaron. <laughs> As if everybody heard me in the world. We all was, started doing it. Yeah, well, yeah. not just that, but, like, the show started really showcasing how much we don't like you, Aaron. How about nobody likes you, Aaron? Fuck you, Aaron. Oh, man, fucking Aaron. All right, I'm done. I'm just done. I'm so angry about talking about Aaron tonight. I just can't even fucking <laughs> do it anymore. This is, okay. this is probably one of my favorite episodes for so many reasons. It was really, of, really good. Even, like, notes. even like uh, um, Saul having a meeting with the two... Um, UNM uh, <laughs> film guys again? Yeah. I can't believe you didn't ask kind of dollies that they offer. He's, yeah, uh, he's going to make a commercial. I like that. Uh-huh. 
God. Like, I know. I was really hoping he was going to move into the the mall at the end. Like really, like like Mrs. Mrs. Um, oh. Nguyen let him back in. Ugh. Hang on, hang on. Okay. I thought about this too. About I I feel like there's kind of a call for this just in between talking with people, my personal feelings, and kind of stuff that we've talked about here too. Um, there's kind of a want to get him into the strip mall, get him in his own yeah. place. I I'm not. I, let's hold up a little bit. We got a little okay. time. It's true. I, I think that I need I need I kind of want it too, but I think I need to pull back and I think I think that's what they're going to do too is give us more time in this world. We got a few years, hopefully. It's yeah, true I, because I mean, what they've said so many times is like we really like Jimmy. Like now that we've discovered Jimmy, it's hard for us to like transition to Saul. So yeah, yeah, I think yeah, they yeah. want to spend as much time with Jimmy as they can. Yeah, we yeah, got a big bite of Saul this episode, so. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Like now, it's. It, I don't think he's going to open his strip mall uh, office. That's going to be post Kim. Like uh. they're going to, they're going to have that. Whatever. I think he's going to accept her offer, and I, where they go is not going to be the strip mall thing. I don't yeah. think. And, and we know all anything he does. That's. I think. I think maybe a part of it is that we know that anywhere he goes, it's not the strip mall. That's not where he'll be. Yeah, which is so, yeah, that's cool. So it kind of can feel like a waste of time, but I, I I need to be a little more patient, and I need to sit back and, and enjoy what we're being given right now, mm-hmm. um, and let's take let let it take its time with it because I yeah. am enjoying it. And I, I often compare the show to uh, I, I basically just when anybody asks about, it, I go, you know, it's kind of like that relationship you get into after that big relationship. <laughs> <laughs> And this is the one that you kind of use it to ease the pain. It's not mm-hmm. as awesome as that last relationship, but you're having fun for a little while, and you know uh-huh. it's going to end. <laughs> so anyway. that's true. I love that he took a cup cup full of Davidson Maine pens and put them. Oh on the yes. Desk. <laughs> and you know that legal pad came from there. I would have had so many post-it notes. <laughs> right. What, what was what was the show where the person with the post-it notes like fake got fired for the post-it notes? What was yeah. that? Yes, 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 with Pam. Where they, where um, Michael Scott fake fires Pam for for stealing post-it notes, and she starts crying, and oh, Oh, God, God, that's so sad. That show is so fucked up. I'm so glad that you're watching it and that you could actually answer my fucking questions. Like, wait, post-it notes? What? Uh, uh." Oh man, I'm in, I'm in love with it, man. I love it. It's so good. I cry, I cried so many fucking goddamn times. Isn't that the movie Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion? Where they invented post-it notes. They claim they invented post-its. Yep, I love that fucking movie. That movie and um, what's the? I will catch you. I will be waiting. So great, yeah. And fucking Alan Cumming and oh, so good. Alan Cumming's amazing, man. I know. So what's the what's the um what's the one with uh, John Cusack where he's the killer? Oh, point gross point blank. Yes. So that one takes place um at a uh, high school reunion in '86. Romy and Michelle is '87. I saw them both in the same weekend, and I graduated '87. I graduated '86. Oh, it was yeah, nice. boom. So yeah, like it was like the best <laughs> double feature ever. Pretty solid. Um, it's really good. Fucking, that's the first time I ever saw you know Ari from Entourage. Oh, Jeremy Piven. Uh, yeah, there's a yeah. lot of people that hate Jeremy Piven because of Entourage. I'm a fan of his because of oh. movies. Yeah, yeah, and I love him in Entourage. Also, like, you know who else is in um, Gross Point Blank from uh, Walking Dead? Abraham. Oh, he's the asshole. He's uh, the one who wants to fight him all the time, and he's like, "Dude, I guess I'm I don't, I don't know why you want to fight me." 
Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. I don't know why you want to fight me. And then they have a hug at the oh, end. Oh, hey, uh, I remember what I was going to say. I, we were talking about him shooting a commercial. Sorry to detract from this to go back to that, but then to also go something else that I'm detracting from this from. But <laughs> uh, with uh, I, I brought up the fact last night that I'm thinking about making a commercial. I had this idea. Um, oh, fuck, I might talk to you about it, Nick, a little bit too when we were on the on the call. We were working on the the working for the live show. Um, I want to make a fake infomercial for a product called uh, uh, Gamma's. Gamma's Gibbs or Gamma's something like that. <laughs> Gamma's Gibbs and it's going to be uh, like snack treats for old people and uh, it, like you know like the treats you give like a kitty uh, in like a little like a little Ziploc pouch thing with the label <laughs> and everything on and it's going to be like it's going to start hey do you do you like having do you like having food but not making food? Do you like foods that don't spill and get on your couch cover? Do you remember coming home from work and watching Bob Newhart? If you answered yes, <laughs> then we have the product for you. This is Gamma's Gibbs. You, and it's, it's going to be a commercial with these fake snacks that look like hell. They're like little gummies that have all the nutrients that Grandma needs. <laughs> I think it could be really funny. Like, I really think I could make it a really funny infomercial. Um, and do all the call now shits on it and everything, but I need an old person to feed gummy treats to. Is there a, is there a gamma thing on on Walking Dead now? No, no. I I, oh, okay. thought, I thought it. Why does that have to do? Oh, I talked about it on the show. Oh, okay, on the podcast. All right. <laughs> yeah, and so that's why I'm bringing it up here as well. But I'm, I'm I, I had had the idea to make commercials for old people products like a long time ago when I discovered a website called First Street Now. Uh huh. They actually, they actually buy our phones from us and hawk them for more expensive prices. They're essentially Think Geek for old people. Okay. It's an amazing website. They have, like, chairs that go around your toilet that pick you up off the toilet after you poop. Wow. They have recliners that go all the way back, really comfy house shoes, like magnifying glasses for your remote control, like all kinds of cool old people shit. And I'm like, every time I go to their website to see what they're doing with their phones now, I'm, I get sucked in. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'm like, I want this. Like, <laughs> like all these cool shits, right? And I just thought it'd be funny to come up with like an old person product because I they have the WoW computer. Do you guys know about this? Nope. The WoW computer is a computer designed for, it's marketed at the elderly. And it's essentially a computer that only has app, apps on it. Like it has an app that checks Facebook. It has an app that checks uh, emails. It can check the weather. It can tell you news, and you can put pictures on it. And that's really about it. But it looks like a full computer. It also costs like three times as much as a real computer, wow. and it's uh, really stripped down and simplified. So that way, you can send emails and pictures and Facebook stuff to grandma. And uh, it's a great idea. It just fucking charges the shit out of elderly people, like most things do. And I watched the commercial for it, and it's really guilt geared towards the elderly. That's their demographic, and it's hilarious. <laughs> and then our competitor. Caption call, they've got a fucking commercial, and it's the most depressing shit you've ever seen because it's this daughter who her father calls and she sees him on caller ID on her cell phone and she hangs up because he can't hear because the phone's for hard of hearing people and he doesn't have one yet. And the point of the commercial is because you don't have this phone, your daughter is going to hang up on oh, you. Oh, that's awful. And they, the thing is, they didn't intend for it that way, but when you watch it, that's exactly the takeoff, like the take home from it. So I got obsessed with like commercials for old people products. And I, I now I've finally got a direction. Is this infomercial for Gamma Gabs or Gamma Gibbs, <laughs> you know, or some stupid name like that? I got to get the name just right. Yeah, but I'm gonna make these fugly looking like fruit snacks and put them in and like make a little package for them. Gamma, like, goodie, some, gamma goodies, Gamma goodies, and you're like shaking them out. <laughs> Do you want one, Grandma? Do you want one? 
Mm. Oh, you're excited. Go. Hold your hand out. <laughs> Quit. <laughs> I'm going to refill my wine. I'll be back in one minute. Okay. Be right back. I ran her out of wine. <laughs> No, I'm, 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 I gotta get it written down, but I've, I've got it in me to do it, and then I gotta, I gotta find an old person up here to. It sounds funny. If I was near my grandma, <laughs> I'd get her to be in it. She would never watch it and, and not really get it, but she'd do it just to, just to support her grandson, her favorite. Uh. Grandson. <laughs> of all the like five of us, I know, I know I'm the favorite. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh. the other assholes, no, no, they just the other ones don't come around. Um. <laughs> But uh, oh my goodness, yeah! I got stomp, I, I... stomp, stomp, stomp. Hello. Oh, hi. You're the lady clomping around. <laughs> so, and we're back, and we need to talk about the uh, mic thing. Yeah. So, do you know um, the callbacks, Trent? Uh. With the house. Uh, no. Whose house was that? So the house that Stacy buys—that's the house from Breaking Bad that Stacy and Kaylee live in, and the real estate agent is the one who was at the house where Marie stole the fucking spoon. Oh fuck! I know, right? It's a tiny town. Well, yeah, I know. And There's also, only seven people that live there. I'm pretty sure, yeah, something about that. But yeah, the same house and with the playhouse and everything out back. And and that was great. And so how are we still feeling about Stacy? I still think she's a dick. That's my That was my question exactly as well. I'm still leaning towards her playing him, but I, I'm worried that I'm jaded. I'm worried that I'm thinking this and then looking at her actions and judging them because of my thoughts. I think I'm biased. Yeah. I think I, I'm still on the other side of the coin. I think that... Um, she, she's. I don't think she's trying to take advantage of Mike. I you don't, don't think. I don't think it's a malicious thing. I and uh, that's just the way I feel. I think maybe the. You're the, good. Man, I know Nick. a lot of people are saying like, "Oh yeah, she's playing him and stuff." I think it's because we're like, we're so used to Vince Gilligan. Like, right? Yeah, no like, one's like, nice. Like, yeah, that, that everything's everyone's got an ulterior motive. That that she's got to be up to something. And I, I. I'm still going to believe in the good side. Okay. My, my thought this week is that she's not acting out of necessarily malice. I but think, just, just using. I think that she's gotten so comfortable with taking from accepting, you know, like, uh-huh. like, you know, Mike had to like force his way in, in the beginning to help out. And he's been doing it more and more and she's been allowing it more. And now it's just gotten easier for her to take it. And so I'm not, I don't think that she's sitting there thinking, how can I get a nicer house? I don't think that she sits there and puts that out, but I think that maybe she's she knows she can get a little more. You know, like uh-huh. she's getting spoiled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I don't, I don't. Now I'm leaning more towards. I don't think that she, like you said, she's not. Act, she doesn't have malicious intent. Um, she's not. She's not malfeasant. <laughs> she's not maleficent. Um, but I think, uh, I, I, but I, I do believe that there's some, a little bit of playage, a little bit. But uh-huh. I do have to say that after the big, huge debate-a-thon last week, um, with Mike doing what he did towards the end, the end of the episode. What is Mike up to? Yeah, what's he doing? Yeah, I, I wrote Mike that, stalking I, who taco place. I think that the things that I was disappointed in Mike in was just a temporary lapse or maybe maybe it was the only way he could take care of it maybe i was 100 percent wrong 
Um, and now, but but now it seems like this is the mic we know. This is the mic. Yeah. So we didn't even notice, like, we didn't even talk about like the beginning thing where he like. Like went yeah. into the courtroom, or not courtroom, but into the place, and said, "Yeah, it wasn't the gun." And with the bird yeah, <laughs> dropping the gun. Is, this <laughs> is what I was going to say: is like Mike doesn't. You could like Mike is so uncomfortable with the situation because uh, Hector <laughs> yeah. Hector said to him, "Tell him you forgot. Tell him this. T- make tell him whatever you want. Just m- tell him it's your gun." Uh-huh. And Mike didn't tell anything. I was going to ask it. about that. Yep. Jimmy did it. He had Jimmy do the talking for him because Mike and couldn't. And I didn't say Mike, it was his gun. No, we're not no, saying but, that. But Mike couldn't bring himself to be the one to even say it. Like, he couldn't uh, – he had to get Jimmy to do it. And, he also uh, shouldn't. If you have a lawyer in your situation like that, you can't. Oh, of course. But I, I just took – I just sort of read more into it in, in, in the fact that Mike is really, really pissed at himself that he has to do this. Uh-huh. Or it has been forced – or accepted this situation, whatever you want to – forced into it and, and agreed to it. He's here now. Yeah. Like, yeah. but, but um, that's that's what I'll say about that beginning scene. And, and then, I want to um, I, I want to jump into uh, part of Shane's email that's apropos of this moment. Why don't we just read them all together? Because because sometimes when stuff comes up naturally, I want to read it now. Okay. So Shane says, "I don't buy Jimmy's argument that the gun could have fallen from the mouth of a passing oh. bird. I mean, he didn't even mention the species of alleged bird. Was it an oh. African swallow or I a European it. swallow? Why was the bird supposed to have gripped it? I'm sorry, gripped it. And if it's not a question of where he grips it, is it a simple question of weight ratios? A five ounce bird cannot carry a one pound gun. I mean, maybe two of them together could carry God it on a line. Dot dot. God dot. damn it, Shane. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's just." That that belonged. Coconut. <sighs> yeah. God damn it! That's fucking good, man. Yeah, thanks, um, Shane. Anyway, so yeah, some, sometimes, sometimes Nick, things belong where they belong. Well, <laughs> um, do you think that uh, he's, there's going to be repercussions for him not us uh, flat out saying this is my gun? No. You think it's okay? Even like you think that uh, Tio is okay with uh, Hector? You think Hector is okay with uh, him? Just as long as he said it was not, and and Jimmy also, you know, added in there, they can't introduce it into evidence. Basically, mm-hmm. yep. I think I think it's a good it's a good compromise. Okay, so you well, think that he's kind of he's in the clear. He's got his paycheck. Uh-huh. He's got and he's did did what he said he would do. And so now, do you think he's clear to walk amongst the shadows and handle business? What what is he planning to do? Like, why is he staking out Hector? Like, like this? Like what? Like, if you're free and clear, what are you going to do? Go back after them? Like, what is he doing? He's taking a whole measure. Maybe he's looking for for a job. Maybe he's looking for, you know, some work. That's a good thought. That's an interesting idea. I I never. I did this for you. I did this for you, and I'm good at this. I'm good at what I do. Here's my resume. <laughs> you know? For the sake of prediction points, I hope he's getting a clear vantage point to clip him in the spine so he's in a chair for him. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, because, yep, because that's I just want my prediction point. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. But I, I, I mean, I was like, oh, Mike, don't be going after them now. Like, don't you, I, like, it's he doesn't just, look like it, he's going after. He's just no, staking but, out. I, well, I thought, okay, if he's he just wants to make sure that he and, and his his family is safe, okay. But if he's actually planning to do something, I'm like, Mike, that's not no. Yeah. Like, actually, I, I I that's a whole measure. Uh, Getting yeah. fucking rid of him, T- taking care of this problem now temporarily is a fucking half measure. True that. That's true. I think I think 
He's being he's he's calculating. This is the mic that we know. This is the one that looks at the situation, figures out the angles, and then acts on it. Mm-hmm. This is what I wanted to see. This is making me very excited to see what's coming up for this. Podcast. I'm scared. I just am scared. Like, I'm well, just... he's not going to die. And no, Kate's I not know, die. but I, I know, but I'm in the moment. I can't not. I can't not. Oh, I've got to say something. Um, I help me remember. Do we have an email from Bricktails this week? Uh, yes. When we get finished with it, I've got something to say directly to Bricktails. I got to remember. I forgot it last week. I okay. All right, shall we move on to emails? Well, if you guys probably had other stuff too, I don't want to short. Like jump. literally, the only thing I had was in the rooftop smoke scene when uh, Kim was having the smoke on the rooftop. It looked like green screen all of the room. <laughs> An unnecessary green screen. Yeah, it was weird. Like I'm not sure whether it was Parking whether it, lot green screen. Yeah. No, it was a, it was on a real building. Okay, good, oh. good. Yeah, it looked been. it looked green screen. But yeah, let's read emails. We've asked this thing. Have you seen the room? Yes. I saw it because you guys recommended it. Because it is the best fucking movie. Oh, we were just at a room show. That was so much. Yeah, it's been a while. I need to go see it live again. Oh my god, that's so great. They were doing like three dollar. Basically, it was a tequila sunrise, but vodka instead of tequila. They were doing it for like three dollars for a big one. Nice. I drank an infinity of. They should have scotchka. (laughs) They said they were going to last year. But no we one's going to drink that. That's what the, that's what the, I, I, I actually go out and smoke every now and then with the, just accidentally, I've talked to her a few times now, the girl that runs the Majestic that shows that she heads up, she does, a, I don't know what her position is there, but she's extremely important there and she heads up all the, these uh, movie viewings that they do. So mm-hmm. she talked about, I was like, no scotchka? And she was like, no no, no. Like, it's terrible. I said, I know. I said, I was going to try one. And she was like, like yeah, I, I would try one. I was like, it sounds terrible. Like, you could do, you could do, like, apple cider and vodka, because it oh. could be that, but... Scotchka. Oh. But, I mean, she's like, if you if you love me, you'll drink this. this Fuck you, good. fucking Lisa. God damn it, Lisa. This good. Nobody likes you, Lisa. I like you, Lisa. <laughs> Nobody likes who they said. Who wants to read this uh, really in-depth uh, um, email from Nate Bjork? Uh, I can. Do it. Let me see if I can speak Nate Bjork. I'm going to do my <laughs> gonna do my best uh, Nate Bjork accent. I'm saying all this while I'm stretching while I bring up... Uh, oh, this is really long. All right, so best Nate Bjork accent you'll ever hear. From Nate Bjork, those suits, man. Those suits. <laughs> Also, Mike Araman Trout broke bad the same way Jorah Mormont from Game of Thrones did. Here, my God, it, Nate, did you like sub in for Trent there for a minute? Like he was in the room, right? That was weird. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> He's gonna appreciate that. Yeah, them suits. I was talking to Nate about that about those suits because he. They, him and Shane were like, I don't know if I could do something that flash, but you know, Nate pulls off some really. He doesn't do like the full suit most of the time. It's just like a really nice shirt, tie, pants, like slacks. But he does very striking colors. Well, yeah, very well. It's, when it's I when I picked nice. him up from the airport the second time, I was like, you know, pulling around. I'm like, what are you wearing? And he said, yellow pants, purple shirt. And I was like, no, you're not. And I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> And yes, yes, he was. Yellow pants, purple shirt. Looked damn fine. It doesn't look, it looks fucking awesome. He pulls it off very, very well. He does, because Nate's the bomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. Listen, I'm, I have, I've fluffed his ego enough if he's listening. So <laughs> I don't need to keep on going. So we can, I'm going to stop right there. But, Nick, uh, you want to take Bricktails? 
Sure. Um, so yeah, there was – um, there's part of it in there that we read. So timeline good. information, skip that part because we read that already. There's this whole part about the walking dead. I'll try. But I, I, okay. But I, yeah, I, I'm really excited because um, I'm loving that he's watching Breaking Bad for the first time. Yes. And yeah. I love hearing his thoughts on it because I, I actually relive – uh, watching it for the first time through his eyes when I when he does it. So keep it up, Bricktails. I'm really loving your updates on your Breaking Bad re- or first time watch. And it's like perfect timing for this episode and last oh, episode too, yeah. which is great. And okay, I yeah, as soon as he's done, I, I'm excited. He's at the place I can say it to him. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I'm so pumped. Okay, so this is the email from Bricktails. Hello, gentleman and lady. Hello. Hello. Uh, I promise you, Don Sweezy is not in this email. Oh, callback. That means he's listening to the Behind the Cutting Edge podcast. Those that that don't know, Don Swayze didn't exist until Bill and I invented him. Yeah. Uh, So in addition to going to uh, tuckershole.wordpress.com every day, you should be listening to the uh, Behind the Cutting Edge podcast about Breaking Bad whenever you watch Breaking Bad. Fucking Swayze. Okay. Before I get to Breaking Jimmy... A quick report on Better Call Walt is in order. <laughs> I'm up to season three, episode two, and holy shit. You guys said that Walter White was the devil, and I see what you mean. He's the devil. <laughs> you could see it in his eyes when he got Walt Jr. drunk to the point where he puked in the pool, and he just sat back and smirked. Oh but the point where he stood there and let Jane choke on her own vomit was really disturbing. Oh, that's yeah. not even the worst thing he's done, man. I don't think. Well, that's one at that point. I'm, it's up there. Yeah, it's up there. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. For years, like, is, <laughs> is Jesse gonna find yeah. out? That yeah, Walter that was that was my first. Oh. My yeah, fucking god <laughs> moment. And yeah, and Jesse finding out is like a question for the ages. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and how creepy was the first appearance of the cousins crawling on their bellies to the Santa Muerte shrine? Hey, so I- yes. <laughs> then it was just chilling when they were walking through Walt's house with an axe and stopped to point out Holly's uh, sonogram. I can only assume that they're going to create a world of hurt in the upcoming Breaking Bad episodes, and so it makes their appearance on the roof of Better Call Saul that much creepier. Oh, yeah, you're in for a lot there. This is making me smile so much. I know. Like I said, this is just great to hear uh, his reaction to it. Um, Also, did you guys see the commercial for the upcoming series The Path starring Aaron Paul? Starts tonight. I have (laughs) seen. I've looked into it a little bit. I'm very excited. I'm going to... I'm. Ex- it looks leftovers ish. It does. Me. It yeah. Does. So yeah, started tonight. So if I, but I have to watch um eleven twenty two sixty three tonight. Yeah, ah, you do. Yeah, yeah you I do. do. Oh, do I? Was it good this week? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's a good one. And OJ, I know I'm so behind. God damn it. Fuck. <laughs> All right. And once we're done with Better Call Saul, then I'll be taking advantage of a friend of mine who let. Me is going to let me use her Hulu account. I am really nice. Yeah, you are really nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll have to watch both of those. But yeah. that's it. That's, in, love, my, love 20, 30, 60, 30. that's in my future for when uh, when it's also in with, the past. Yes. <gasps> okay, check it out. It starts on Hulu in a couple of days. Maybe something to consider podcasting after Salt is done. Maybe uh, we'll one other thing before <laughs> I get to the actual email. You totally need to do the Baltic Theater Presents Glengarry Glen Ross. Oh, man. 
I, yeah, we've talked about it like on three pod, two or three podcasts I this year. Love <laughs> yeah, um, I actually watched it last last Wednesday, right after we podcast. I just couldn't. <laughs> I, I had to see it again, it's so I rewatched. Because I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how often I say something like. Uh, begin Alec Baldwin voice. Put that iPod down. <laughs> put that coffee down. <laughs> uh-huh. And then they just stare at stare at me like Dad's gone crazy since they have <laughs> since they have no idea what I'm referencing. Does he go? Takes brass balls to listen to MP3s. <laughs> oh, and if you haven't seen the always be cobbling SNL sketch, stop <laughs> reading this now and go YouTube. Oh, yeah, will do. Yeah, that's a good sketch. It's Alec Baldwin was guest hosting SNL, and he plays like an elf that's there from Santa to talk to the. <laughs> oh God! Them. Always be caught. Oh fuck! Wait, and Alex he actually he actually SNL, screws right? up. He actually screws up when he's he's he actually has to say always be cobbling, and he screws up and says always be closing, and then he catches himself. And hmm. uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy that hosts the Late Show, uh, Seth uh, Myers. Myers, he starts losing it because because mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin screws up in that sketch. Anyway, yeah, anyway. nice, nice. nice. I'll look, I will so look that. Thank you for telling. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, on to the crazy waving man madness that is Jimmy McGill. So we see what started him on his slipping Jimmy ways. He basically never wanted to be seen as as weak like his father. That said, I was really sad when he took the money. Yeah, me too. I was hoping that Chuck was all wrong and that Jimmy didn't actually steal from his dad, but the opening seemed to suggest that he did. Um, Yeah, he did. Um, Oh, we have some timeline information. I googled Time Magazine Nixon. Oh, you read this uh, already. Okay. Skip. (laughs) Uh, Gotta love Omar. That whole paragraph. Okay. Okay. Um, You've got to love Omar. Uh He's totally looking out for Jimmy. He felt truly bad that Jimmy was leaving, made sure that he didn't lose the bonus, and later helped him move. I'll miss him. Yeah. I, I hope Omar makes a. Um, should I do a prediction? No, uh, I just want, I want Omar to come back for yeah. just a little bit. I like Omar. <laughs> yeah. So that montage was amazing. Uh-huh. We all agree. I loved all of the colors, uh, and many of the, them coordinated with the inflatable waving man. It looks like that's. Oh, it looks like that's called an air dancer. It's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, how many of us thought the title meant that the episode would end with Jimmy's blowing wow. up the stuff? Two of us raise our hands. One of us does not. At least three <laughs> of you, including Bricktails, thought that it was. I, on the other hand, thought like a normal human being. <laughs> Kidding. I'm sorry. I'm not sure what this says about me, but there were a couple of outfits I thought were kind of okay. I love all of that. I like them a lot. They're great. They're all good. (laughs) I was sorry we never saw him in a full-on Joker purple suit. And so awesome that it was Aaron who found the unflushed toilet. (laughs) Shut up, Aaron. Uh, Shut up, Aaron. Nobody likes you, Aaron. (laughs) I was going to say it, but that's what's in the email. (laughs) It is. It is. No one likes you, Aaron. And the that's why she's system. the best character this season because, like, literally everyone in the world hates her. Yeah. You're, you're great. You are a great actress at making us fucking hate you. Fuck you, yeah. Aaron. Nobody likes you, Aaron. The logo and business card that Jimmy came up with for the Wexler McGill uh, for Wexler McGill was pretty good. If the whole law thing falls apart, he has a career in graphic design. It's an okay card. I think we all know who has the best. Business. You do. You do. <laughs> Mine's pretty good, but yours is better. 
Uh, you, you were good, kid. Real good. As long as I'm around, you always be second best. See? 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 <laughs> I did think that the scene with Kim on the parking garage where she looks at the card and then tears it came across as false. Oh, yeah? It, it was one of the few directing errors I've seen in the show where they didn't trust the audience to get what she was thinking. I kind of thought that, too. I agree. Oh, I uh, thought it looked great. I thought it was a fun-to-watch uh, shot. I liked it, too. The shot was good, but the tearing apart the card was a little bit... Yeah, your audience is full of idiots. I mean, it's, <laughs> come on. I'm an idiot. I'm watching it. I, need, I needed it. I needed it. It's like in shows where they want to convey that a character is thinking about another character so they'll have them stand and stare at their picture. Or when I they put streamers on the vent so when the air conditioning kicks on. <laughs> Which no one ever does ever. Uh, yeah. Hey, Phil, how long have we been brothers? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bill, uh, you know my mother, our mother? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know how we're brothers? Yeah. Yeah, just like, yeah. I did love Kim's ultimate solution to go in with Jimmy on an uh, on allied solo firms rather than a partnership, essentially giving him permission to bend the rules. I love that when she said, "Are you going to be play it straight or are you going to be colorful?" Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that line. And at first, he and at first he was like, "I'm going to play it straight." No, wait, fuck that. No, no, yeah. colorful. Yeah, at least he was honest. At uh-huh. least he was. At least he was yep. straight up. That, and that, that was scene great. Was really pimp. And he looked like I don't know if it was just me, but his suit. Even though all the wild ones are cool, that blue suit he rocked when he yeah. came to the country, he was looking really flash that day. And mm-hmm. that he also like asked her to the conference room to make it appropriate. Yeah, that was a yeah. he was he was pulling some appropriate business shit just then, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. but I love I love her I love her um, solution to this. Yeah. Yeah. If Chuck isn't holding him back, he's not trying to fit Davis in Maine. Did I read that right? If Chuck isn't holding him back, he's not trying to fit Davis in Maine, and now Kim has given him the green light. Uh, Jimmy is on his way to becoming Saul pretty quickly. Stacy is such a gold digger. <laughs> that point where she's showing Mike the house and pauses and says it's a lot of money. Fuck Stacy. Oh, I have a comment. Um, after the lot of money thing, I thought about the um, the South Park where the kids are trying to take a plane to Canada. Do you know that one? No. So the place is called Shitty Airlines. It's city, but he's Asian, so it's Shitty Airlines. And so when he's like, they ask how to get there, and, and he goes, okay, four people go to Canada, cost a lot of money. So, yeah. A lot of money always leads me to four okay. people go to Canada, I, cost a lot of money. I ain't saying she's a gold digger. Okay. Mm. Hey, What's she- Sorry, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Go, go, go. What's she getting Mike into now? I was sorry we didn't get more of his story this week, and I'm really curious as to why he is stalking out the cartel. As are we. (laughs) Very curious. To smoke some fools. Uh, Kim shopped at the the Hinky Dinky. I haven't seen one of those in decades. Had any of you guys ever heard of that, or was that a Nebraska-only chain? I had never heard of it. I Googled it. it. And it was in Nebraska and uh, Iowa. Oh, oh interesting. Nope. Yeah. No, no. are you uh, are you from Nebraska? Hmm. Hmm. Well, guys, this has been a momentary lapse of reason <laughs> that binds a life to a life. I don't regret. You will never forget this email. Bricktails slash Bruce. P.S. See, I told you absolutely no Don Swayze. <laughs> it's, it's true. Um, so, so Bricktails. Uh, now that you've seen season two. 
Uh, I wanted to last week tell you to look out at, for something at the end of season two. Um, at the end of season two, Bill and I got a message from Kelly Dixon saying that she wanted to give us a call after we watched the final episode. We were like, what the fuck? So we, it's one of the few times I watch a show that I podcast on on the day that it airs. I watched the, fi- the final episode of season two. Do we, do we all remember what happened? Oh, yeah. Mug? Airplane crash. Yeah. I oh, stood up, like I've said, I, I stood up out of my seat because I was misled all season long as to what I thought happened yeah. at the Walter White house. And I stood up when that episode ended and I was like, what the hell? And then I was like, I have to wait a year to find out what happens next. Uh, that was hard. <laughs> the reason that Kelly wanted to call us is because uh, she listened to the, the podcast, the Behind the Cutting Edge podcast. And the first episode of that season was called 737. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Why is it called 737? And there's this whole conversation of me and Bill looking like stupid assholes, where the only thing we could think that it meant was a fucking airplane. I'm like, if you just Google 737 an airplane, I was like, that's the first thing I thought of when I read 737 was an airplane. We literally talked about airplanes for fucking like five, ten minutes. And then he said that he thought it was the amount of money that Walt needed to get himself out. It is the same number. Yeah. $737,000. I thought it was forty-seven, but no, seven hundred. because the episode is definitely called seven thirty-seven. Okay. Um, and Kelly then clued us into if down you look at the name titles, every ABQ. other title says seven thirty-seven down over ABQ. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "You motherfucker! You this motherfucker. whole time, yep." They had everybody. They had everybody. They put it right, right out there on front fucking street. That's some that's some deep shit right there. So I, yeah. I I like to tell people that have then gone through and watched it to go back and look at the title, uh-huh. and so, it, it, it's mind blowing. It's so cool. And and fucking the dad, Jane's dad is um is fucking the guy from uh, Star Trek Next Gen Q. Yeah, that so is more, that is more amazing. Than love him so much. No, he was just he was just so great. Like when I first saw him show up, he was amazing. And the end was oh goddamn oh my god. I love I love season two. All right. He is omnipresent. He is. And omni- omniscient he as well. Omniscient. He knows everything. All right. I got Shane's. Can I do Shane's? You. It says, Hola, I have some bullet points for you just as soon as I finish this bagpipe lesson. <laughs> 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 so little bitty slippin' Jimmy was able to spot con artists from a young age. Wonder where he got that skill from. Not his dad, obviously. This scene makes me wonder how much Chuck's story was true after all. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't. Oh, we've read this before about the swallows. Um, I can empathize with Kim in her interview. Um, they ask her what she wanted leaving her hometown, and she replies, more. I think there's a lot of people who can understand wanting to leave the town you grew up in and yet not being able, able to articulate exactly what you're looking for in a new place other than more slash better than this. Here, here. All right. Um, all caps, bold. Wacky, waving, inflatable, arm flailing, tube man. Wacky, waving, inflatable, arm flailing, tube man. Wacky, waving, inflatable, arm flailing, tube man. Come on, one more time with some speed. Give some, have some faith in yourself. Give some gusto. Come on. <laughs> Last season, when Jimmy brought his ha- oh, bought his Hamlin suit, the show made a point of showing him looking um, at the brightly colored shirts. I figured this would play out at the very end of the series when he finally becomes Saul, but I'm glad to see it show up this early. It may be only part of his annoy people till I get fired plan, but soon it will be part of his whole strip mall lawyer package. Well, the shirts will. He wore dark suits, but the bright shirts. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Cliff, when Aaron when Aaron is talking about the toilet issue, thank you, Aaron, was a very polite way of saying, no one likes you, Aaron. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> just on the train. We are on the train, everyone. <laughs> so do I get a point for predicting Jimmy wouldn't be would wouldn't be at the new new firm by the end of the season? And he did, yes? Shane, rewind the podcast to the beginning and you will see. <laughs> yeah, Shane, have you been fucking listening? God. Jeez, we talk we talked about this earlier. What are you fucking, what are you fucking <sighs> Jesus. right now? What are you doing? Are you fucking, Seriously. What do you got? Eyes? What? Shane, Shane, pretend you're in Under the Dome and rewind your electronic recording. <laughs> Why would you bring that up now? <laughs> Bullet point said, the last. Anyway. I like the logo for Wexler McGill. I also like Kim's idea that they should be Wexler and McGill. This seems like a great compromise, letting each of them do their own style. I'm worried something terrible will happen, but I really hope we get to see the two of them working together and starting their new firms. Till next week, Shane, TFSF. Here, here. Here, here. Cheers. All right. We've got a a prediction from some new person. Yeah. Yeah. We've had one from – that's Eve. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, this new – it just came in one hour ago, so – yeah, great. Oh, did we already uh, Gus's file? Wait, have we already gone through this one? No. No. Okay. Do this you want to do this one, Nick? Sure. Uh, my prediction, guys, is we will see Gus before the season ends. Good. Wow. Oh. That's a that's a heavy that's one. That's a bold. Yeah. I like that prediction. And I predict it may be either the last shot, or we don't quite see him, but we know it's him, or he could turn up sooner. Last shot would be pretty damn cool, though. <laughs> what, if, True that. what if, like, what if he showed up and uh, and uh, and somebody like like blew him up or something? Wouldn't that be hilarious? Wouldn't that be hilarious <laughs> if that happened? Oh my god! Anyway, what's the rest of it? <laughs> I'm not big into Breaking Bad characters turning up, but Gus is vital, and I had so many questions about him when Breaking Bad ended. I know he's coming for sure, but I hope I'm right. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Eve. Okay, so that one's going into the book as well, and ooh, that's All a. Right. I like these sort of meaty, like the bold ones. Mm-hmm. Bold, no, yeah, exactly I like. And I really, after this episode, after I saw Mike casing out the ice cream stand there, I was like, "Oh, Trent, you really did a good job it's last close. week." It's yeah. close. It's close, man. <laughs> I just, I want him to put that motherfucker in that chair, man. And it's just so – it bitch. would be so right if it was because of Mike. Like it would just be, mm-hmm. yes, that Mike is the man to do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's why he is in so tight with Gus is that he put Hector in that because Hector really hated Gus. Um, or like, vice versa, yeah. Ding, 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 well, ding. Yeah, and vice versa. But like Hector was a real <laughs> – Hector wouldn't even look at Gus. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. true. He it's really, true. He really despised him. Like he's yeah. No, no, no. That's I. That, that, I think that all could tie in together. I like this idea that, that Gus could show up. Oh yeah. Um. It, oh god. What is the guy's name? He's like the coolest fucking dude. Um. What's the guy that plays Gus's name? Help me out. Oh, um, Giancarlo Esposito. Giancarlo Esposito, the man that carries the vomit sticks. Like mm-hmm. that dude. Anytime he's in an interview, he's like the happiest, nicest. He is so adorable. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's a good actor, and I, I, I would love to he, see. So, have you seen? You've seen Do the Right Thing, Trent? Because I made you watch it. I have seen. Do yeah, the right Thing. yeah, and he's he's the guy who's like wants the extra cheese uh, on. I on, know, yeah. I know. Uh, Sadie put me in a chair and put my eyeballs in the mm-hmm. uh, orange thing and put drops in them. 
Uh-huh. And I watched Do the Right Thing. Uh, He's like the Greek chorus of that movie. He kind of is. Yeah. Isn't he? <laughs> That's a good Isn't call. He? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so if people want to write in emails, where would they do that, Trent? Baltic Effect at gmail.com. Nick, if they want to send quiz, quiz, quiz questions, quiz questions, let's go with that. How, how now, Brown Cow? To me, how would they do that? Send them to BalticSadie at gmail.com. So until next week, um, that is Howard. Oh, I mean, Nick. Low flow. That's good. Good thinking. And um, that's Howard. I mean, I mean, Trent. Nobody. <laughs> Likes you, Aaron. And I'm Howard. I mean, I mean Sadie. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. I was blue and lonely. I couldn't sleep a wink. And I could only get unconscious if I'd had too much to drink. There was somehow something wrong somewhere. And each day seemed grey and dead. The seeds of desperation were growing in me head. I needed inspiration. A brand new start in life. Somewhere to place affection, but I didn't want a wife. And then by lucky chance I saw, in a special magazine, an ad that was unusual, the like I'd never seen. Experience something different with our new imported toy. She's loving, warm, inflatable, and a guarantee of joy. She came all wrapped in cardboard, all pink and shriveled down. A breath of air was all she needed to make her lose that frown. I took her to the bedroom and pumped her with some life. And later, in a moment, that girl became my wife. And so I sit her in the corner and sometimes stroke her hair. And when I'm feeling naughty, I blow her up with air. She's cuddly and she's bouncy. She's like a rubber ball. I bounce her in the kitchen... And I bounce her in the hall. And now my life is different since Sally came my way. I wake up in the morning and have her on a tray. She's everything they said she was, and I wear a permanent grin. And I only have to worry in case my girl wears thin. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.